Hey everybody, welcome back to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a weekly podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats from the past week in this league, and we will of course cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers are up to, what we're looking forward to this coming weekend. It is week 11, it is Sunday morning right now as I record this. Uh, sorry for the late show. Maybe you're listening to this before football, during football, during a break in the action. Uh, thanks for listening, uh, whenever and wherever you are. Week 11, uh, season's really coming to shape, or the, you know, coming together. Uh, the shape of it is coming together, rather, and we have a lot of people competing for the playoff berths. Um, most, like 10 out of 12, are within striking distance here, so, uh, yeah. Big, big, big competition, tight as ever. And of course, big news, the trade deadline is now elapsed. So the people that you have are the people that you have, except for the waiver wire and all that. So good luck. We also have a big, big, big trade to talk about. Um, But first, let's talk about what happened in week 10. Uh, Listen, week 10, it was a wild one. Uh, Some blowouts, some not so blowouts, and uh, highest score goes to John uh, beating Craig who scored the second highest. So we had that happen yet again in this league. Uh, John had 27 points from C.D. Lamb, 22 from Christian Kirk, 19 from James Conner. It's a group effort and way to go John's team for breaking the curse, the slide, whatever you want to call it. He had lost five in a row, and uh, perhaps he's starting to write that ship. Lowest score of the week was Glenn. Last week's high score uh, from the highest to highest to the lowest to lows, man. Uh, yep, sorry about that. 64 low points from Glenn. Uh, additionally, we did have some blowouts, but I squeaked out a tie with Beach, uh, which I'm frankly thrilled about. My team did not seem like they were going to go in getting a tie out of Beach, especially with the Philadelphia defense, who wound up uh, not being as good as people thought they would be this past week. Uh, and Beach, notably, has two ties. So going to the standings, Beach, even though he has six wins and Scott has seven wins because he has two ties. Somehow six and two and two is better than seven and three. I don't know how that works. Uh, somebody explain that to me, but but hey, all right. So we have four six or seven win teams. We've got three five win teams and we've got four uh, four win teams. So after this week, uh, we could have any one of those teams, uh, even the four-win teams, really threatening for a playoff spot, uh, especially, I want to say Craig, who has a really high points four. That could be a tiebreaker. Um, so, yeah, very, very, very cool. It's always cool when this league is tight and competitive, which uh, it remains year after year after year. Uh, speaking of activity, we have a lot of transactions to talk about. Um, firstly, just week 10, hindsight transaction of the week. Uh, it, it wasn't Jerry Judy, uh, from Beach who only scored six points, $6 waiver. Uh, you know, it wasn't even Cole Komet, uh, which Beach got, uh, who scored a ton of points, but then got injured. I think transaction of the week, hindsight transaction of the week. Oh my gosh. I, I had this. Yeah. I think it's Jeff Wilson. I think it's Colin ding, um, with, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. Last week, he spent nine big dollars on Jeff Wilson and you know what? Uh, yeah, I think he's he's a really good pickup. He did well. He's going to continue to do well. And I think uh, that is great. Um, we had a lot of activity this week on the waiver wire. So uh, John spent $41 on Allen Robinson. That was the big spend uh, maybe even in the past couple weeks here. Um, 
with Cooper Cup out for basically our fantasy season, uh, Allen Robinson is going to be stepping into a much bigger role. Whether he's able to execute on that team with that offense the way it is right now eh, remains to be seen, but definitely worth a big spend. Uh, over Glenn, $23, Matt's 7, Beach 4. So John really spent up. He also spent up again with Melvin Gordon uh, dropping Alexander Madison. He spent $19 on that. Um, I think Pete spent the better money, the better $19, which is Christian Watson, who came off a three-touchdown game last week and on Thursday night uh, had two touchdowns uh, to his name uh, in in that game over the uh, whoever's. Uh, I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, really, really good. Oh, it was the Titans, I think. Yeah. Uh, Pete spent $14 on Dalton Schultz, which is a lot of money to spend on a tight end, but getting into, you know, stepping into a big role, Dalton Schultz, people thought would be one of those big tight ends this year. So maybe maybe still has a chance there. Uh, Derek spent $8 on Jared Goff. Um, I really like Scott's spend of $7 on Jalen Warren, uh, the backup running back in Pittsburgh. Great runner, young young guy might be a might really be a really really good fit. Uh, of note, uh, Derek also spent a dollar on the Denver D. Homer, ha 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 ha. Yeah, whatever. Um, I spent uh, zero dollars, but I picked up Taysom Hill and dropped Gerald Everett because I need this man. My vibes are getting desperate. So, and we'll talk about vibes in a bit. But we had uh, a lot a lot of transactions and a lot of a lot of fun interesting spends. But can't talk about transactions but about the last trade of the season so this was Derek and Matt engineered a trade and I just want to make sure that that I have this uh it's it, it hasn't even gone through it's going to go through today I think uh so I'm bringing it up in Yahoo I gotta go to my team roster and a pending trade few details okay so uh Derek is trading to Matt Amari Cooper who is getting Deshaun Watson back, I guess. Uh, Naeem Hines of the Buffalo Buffaloes, Travis Kelsey, and Tom Brady. Uh, for that haul, he's getting Aaron Jones, uh, who has already played. So I, I don't know how that's gonna go through, but um, yeah, that huh, interesting. Uh, Cordero Patterson, who's coming back after that injury, or, or you know, kind of really bounced back. Juju Smith-Schuster coming back from the concussion. And Foster Moreau, who's the tight end in uh, Las Vegas, filling in for the out-of-the-season Darren Waller. So, big trade. Lots of big names there. Uh, based on the names, I'm inclined to think that the edge goes to Matt, especially with Travis Kelsey being that positional advantage uh, over pretty much everybody else at the tight end, um, besides maybe Mark Andrews uh, when, he's, when he's good. Um, so... Yeah, I think the edge goes to Matt because Amari Cooper's been secretly, I, I think I said in this chat, like secretly pretty consistently good over the past number of weeks. And then coming off a bye, yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, playing against Buffalo, Tampa, well, he could get shut down. But then Houston, Cincinnati, you know, like has has a really good run-up. So we'll, uh, yeah, a four-for-four four trade right at the deadline. Epic. Both teams trying to make their teams better. And uh, I love to see it. Um, I love these epic trades, especially the the late ones. You know, clearly there was a lot of conversation going on. <coughs> Pardon me, behind the scenes to get that done. And uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so going into week eleven, actually, I can probably see this. Um, does Derek get the points, or does Matt get the points? From, I guess maybe nobody gets the points for Aaron Jones. Interesting. 
Interesting. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, so we've got. Uh, I'm I'm facing Colin, and I'm down. Uh, it's it's not great. I I really need to sell out to get this win. Uh, Matt is facing Glenn. Uh, Beej is facing Derek and is ahead because of some Thursday night shenanigans. Um, Scott is facing Craig. Uh, John is facing Tom, and Pete is facing Drew. So uh, yeah, uh, good luck, boys. Uh, Gifts and videos and side bets. I got to go gift of the week last week. It's an easy one for me. It's Derek uh, for the Mr. Fred Rogers giving the double birds. I know it's a uh, photoshopped or, or computer generated or whatever. It's just so funny and arresting. I loved it. Um, so yeah, well done with the gif. Um, also, Glenn, man, busting out the videos, low score video at the curling club. Um, did the cement mixer slash Irish car bomb. Let's just call it a cement mixer. Um, his team, he said, had cement shoes on, uh, just getting dragged down in, in the standings. And indeed, that cement mixer, once he dropped it, got on his shoes. Uh, so very good. Uh, planning, punting for a quick drink and, uh, and a lot of heckling. So well done. Uh, I am going to be making a pavlova for Thanksgiving dessert. So Matt, I will be filming that. And, uh, yep, Tanya and I already have a plan. And uh, Colin and I still owe a joint video, I guess. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out some videos. It's always good to see from everybody and hear from everybody later in the season, too, especially as it's been going on. So, um, yeah, just uh, encourage the videos, I suppose. Um, yeah, anyway. But vibe checks, um, oof, vibe's not good after that tie. It was sort of like the best I could have done was a tie. And now I'm on a bye where my star quarterback, star running back, and star kicker, who I had drop, are, uh, well, they're on bye. So I'm figuring it out, and we'll see what we get. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So uh, everybody enjoy football. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Um, I am going to go uh, do some chores while my baby is napping. So dad life, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be in touch later. See ya. Bye. What D R A M A drama? <laughs> right there. Yep, for